the college football experience database top 25 conference championship edition on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simply picking your favorite player over and unders. Head over to pricepicks.com and use the promo code SGP for a hundred percent instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head over to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our picks and podcasts. You can grab it in the Apple Store or Google Play Store for free today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience database top 25 edition for week 14, AKA conference championship week. And I guess you could add in there USC and Cal. <laughs> My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And we have the no spin zone, database top 25. We're not going to sling that bullshit at you and just keep teams ranked above teams that just have no place being ranked there. We look at the resume. We try to formulate something to uh, give you the top 25 best teams. We look at what you did, not what you would do. All right. Um, but at the same time, I also want to preface this by saying having a four team playoff is about the dumbest thing ever. When you have 130 FBS teams, yes, we should have a large playoff. Uh, this is clear proof of it because schedule manipulation is a real thing. And let's hop into this. Uh, well, first off, I mean, the co- make sure you subscribe to the college football experience and college basketball experience, because it has been, I mean, first off college basketball off to a great season already. We got you covered talking college basketball year round over there. Uh, the college football landscape. I mean, not only with uh, 
just an awesome, awesome weekend in, in college football this past uh, this past weekend or whatever you want to say the the holiday week. But also you have all this coaching carousel that's just absolutely crazy. I mean, from Brian Kelly to to Billy Napier to Lincoln Riley, um, it has gotten pretty pretty wild. And now there's gaping holes at Oklahoma, Notre Dame, and probably more to come. Um, so that is something to uh, watch. We will have you covered uh, as as news comes in on the college football experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Let's do this damn thing. Um, and let's, let's have some fun at number one in the database top 25. Things aren't changing much here. It is the Georgia bulldogs. Now I will say that everyone's got to have them. Number one. All right. You, you can't not have them. Number one, they've dominated everybody. And with the exception of what Clemson, they've dominated everybody, but Clemson, but at the same time, they haven't faced a really tough schedule. In my opinion, they had Clemson, which I know at the end of the day, nine win team in Kentucky, nine win team. Um, uh, but aside from that, what seven and five Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, it's a good win. And what they did was clearly impressive. But when I look at this, I see just what one offense. Let me, let me just make sure I'm accurate here. They have played just one. Well, they played Florida, but Florida was starting Anthony Richardson at quarterback that game. That was his first ever start. If you take that aside, they haven't played a lot of great offenses. Tennessee would be the other. They, they've played two offense charting in the top 30, I think. Yeah. So, but Georgia's defense is money. We know that, right? Um, and here's the thing I think that, that we're going to find out Georgia currently has the nation's best defense. Um, statistically they're going to play Alabama's got the number seven defense. They haven't faced the only other top 20 defense they've faced is Clemson and Clemson ha- held them without an offensive touchdown. I'm sure that was not Stetson Bennett. That was JT Daniels, but they haven't played the, I'm trying to find who the, I guess uh, Kentucky would be the only other top 30 defense that they have faced. And they're towards the back of that thing. Clemson is actually number nine. Well, Alabama's number seven. Now I know Alabama's defense at time has, has, hasn't looked great. And Alabama's offensive line has been concerning, but uh, we're going to learn a lot about Georgia. That's been my biggest red flag here. I, I look, Georgia's dominated everybody minus Clemson. So for 11 straight weeks, they've dominated. So they deserve to be number one. The defense looks amazing. But who's the best quarterback they placed? Kentucky doesn't throw the ball. Florida was starting a freshman quarterback on his first game. They they even Clemson, ukulele is not a great quarterback yet. They haven't faced, I'd say Hendon Hooker's the best quarterback they faced. Well, I can tell you this, and no disrespect to Hendon Hooker, because I think he's improving. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. But Bryce Young's a lot better than every single quarterback they have faced. Every single one. Um, that will be interesting to watch. Obviously Nick Saban effect too. Uh, you know, these coaches know each other. They, they coached together at, at Alabama. So, uh, but the Bulldogs, you gotta have them at number one. So I do have them at number one at number two. 
I have the Cincinnati Bearcats. And I get it. You could say they're in the AAC, but the fact is they've beaten every team on their record. And they also beat Notre Dame, a top 10 team by double digits in South Bend. I think that means something. If you don't lose, you definitely deserve a shot. I mean, I know we need a much larger playoff. Four is a fucking joke, but um, uh, that if you don't have Cincinnati in, it, what's the point? What I mean, what's the point of the games? I mean, I know theoretically, what's the point of the games? We're going to get there, there's a lot of flaws where it seems like the regular season doesn't matter all throughout college football, but. Um, I think Cincinnati's your play. They get their take on Houston. Then much like the Georgia game, I'm concerned because Houston Houston's the only top. Uh, uh, let me, let me make sure my stats are correct on this. Houston currently has the number six defense ranked one spot ahead of Alabama. Now, some of that is Houston had a, had a, uh, a light schedule. We know they didn't draw Cincinnati or UCF from the other side of the, uh, well, I guess it's not even two divisions anymore since UConn left, but my point is that Houston hasn't faced, uh, or, or I'm sorry, Cincinnati hasn't faced a great defense. Where, where's Notre Dame charting right now? Notre Dame's charting at 29th. Uh, Houston currently charting at sixth. I mean, maybe the stats are lying to us a little bit there, and maybe they're 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 a closer defense than what we do, what than what we realize, because the stats can lie to you sometimes. But um, uh, it'll be interesting to see because I think Houston's been getting better as the season's going along, and uh, it's a scary game I think for Cincinnati fans. But uh, glad to see at least it's outdoors and not in one of these filthy domes. Um, I got them at number two, and I think they're deserving. At number three, and this is where the shakeup comes. I got the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I mean, beating Oklahoma in Stillwater. They now have two wins uh, against teams that have ten wins or more with it being Baylor and Oklahoma. I think that's pretty substantial. Uh, they also, you know, they've beaten other teams, Kansas state, um, uh, Boise state. Uh, the, there's more too. Um, but I think uh, with that win and if they win, they should be in um, obviously they got to play Baylor again. It's tough to beat a team twice, but um I would say that Oklahoma state is deserving of the number three spot at number four, I have Michigan and I have all these teams ranked above Alabama because Alabama is my number five team. First off, let me tell you that, but uh, Oklahoma state and Michigan, I think have looked better Alabama needing four overtimes and, and the luck of a running back running out of bounds to beat Auburn. Uh, the LSU game. I mean, Auburn six and six LSU six and six. If they played a nine game conference schedule, those teams probably are five and seven. Um, those aren't, those are red flags to me. And it, look, and I get it. Alabama can turn it on. They have great performances against certain teams, Mississippi state. They destroyed. Um, but I think if you're strictly looking at resume, which is dumb, like I said, we have to look at the top four it's stupid. Alabama deserves to play for the playoffs. I, I don't like having them at number five. Because to me, if you lose one game, you deserve to play for the for a championship. Pretty ridiculous. But Oklahoma State's resume: Alabama only has one win against a team with double-digit wins, and that's Ole Miss. Oklahoma State has two. Um, Michigan is my number four team. I think Michigan's resume is better too, because the, the win against Ohio State is better than a win against Ole Miss. 
ain't other way, any other way to cut it in my opinion. Um, so I go, okay. State at three, Michigan at four, Alabama at five at six. I have Notre Dame, but Notre Dame season's done. Alabama can still get into this thing if it was up to me. Uh, but Notre Dame, I would say pretty much they would, they're still alive, but since they don't play a conference championship or don't even play BYU or, or someone independent, I would say they're pretty much out, but wouldn't this be hilarious? This would be so college football. If Cincinnati, if so, if Brian Kelly, you know, he's gone, he's at LSU. He's if Notre Dame got into the playoff and he wasn't their coach. So they had an interim head coach. And then imagine if fickle takes the job at Notre Dame and you have two interim head coaches coaching in the college football playoffs. What a fucking joke that would be, but that would be how ridiculous the, the, the sport is in a way. Look, I love college football as much as any, but it's extremely flawed and we should try to fix these things. I think the early signing period is actually terrible too. So, um, but yeah, I got Alabama at five and, and obviously Alabama, Georgia can't wait to watch that one at six Notre Dame. Uh, their season's done at seven. I got Oregon and I think you have to have Oregon because they have the same record as Ohio state. They beat Ohio state at Ohio state, never trailed in the game. And we're with They were without Kayvon Thibodeau, their best player. So at number seven, I do have the ducks. I think they're going to get revenge on Utah this week, but excited to watch that one at number eight. I got the Ohio state Buckeyes at number nine. I got the Baylor bears. Dave Aranda doing a great job in Waco at number 10. I got BYU. Kalani Sataki, underrated coach as well. I'm really excited to see the new Big 12 with uh I think they might actually be better. I know that sounds crazy. But Texas's been a lemon for a while. Oklahoma's been good, but they could be a lemon now that, that Riley's gone. I think they'll still be good, but I mean, I don't know if they'll be that good. And then you add in Cincinnati, if Fickle stays, Holgerson at eleven it goes eleven and one in Houston. UCF, you know, Malzon, you know, he got dealt a bad hand. Dylan Gabriel got out for the year, week two or three. And then BYU sign me up. I don't give a shit about this name brand bull stuff, uh, bullshit that they're, Oh, the conference doesn't have a name brand. Who cares? Oklahoma state might make themselves a name brand. If they, if they get in this playoff this weekend, um, at number, uh, at number 10 though. Yeah. I got BYU and their season's done too. So you got two teams, BYU and Notre Dame residing in the top 10 that don't play a game. Hello, idiots schedule each other. Um, at number 11, I got the Oklahoma Sooners. Um, that was a, a wild game against Oklahoma state. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they're deserving a number 11, whether you're coachless or not, you're number 11 <laughs> and number 12. I got Ole miss Ole miss. Nice performance in the egg bowl. I mean, Mississippi state sure did drop a lot of touchdowns, but at the same time, I was impressed. L- Lane Kiffin has exceeded my expectations. Even though I think they're a gimmick ass team, they've exceeded my expectations and 10 and two is a great season. So give it up for Lane Kiffin and the rebels at number 13, Iowa. And they're still alive. They're still alive, man. Let Iowa beat Michigan. How could you neglect the, the big 10 winner? You could, I think you can make a strong case that the big 10 is the best conference this year. I think them and the SEC would, you'd have to play that game of who do you really think is the best conference. And last year I would have said SEC for sure. But this year, I think you might be, I think I would lean big 10. It's pretty close though. Um, 
but uh, the Hawkeyes sitting back at number 13. Nice come from behind win against Nebraska. At number 14, I got the Houston Cougars. 11 and 1 is 11 and 1. We'll see what they can do in Cincinnati come Saturday. At number uh, 15, I have the San Diego State Aztecs. And what a great win. They were down er- big. Like, I don't know. They were down double digits early in that game against Boise State. They battle back. Give it up for Brady Hoke. 11 and 1 at San Diego State. You win uh, this Saturday against Utah State. Go 12 and 1. You're looking at a th- potentially 13 and 1 season. Got a brand new stadium opening up next. Uh, Next uh, fall, I mean, let's turn San Diego into into a, a college. I mean, look, this they, they got talent down there. They should be able to figure this out. Man, I wonder if the Big Twelve should call San Diego State as well. Great season Brady Hoke's having there. Uh, at number sixteen, I got the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns. Now Billy Napier's gone. I think he's coaching the Sun Belt Championship against App State, but he I think is not going to coach the bowl, which I guess is irrelevant anyway because they would never put him in there. Despite them being currently eleven and one and winning eleven in a row, ridiculous. Um, at number seventeen, I got Wake Forest. Hey, they're ten and two. Dave Clawson winning double digit games at Wake Forest should be that should be coach of the year. Fuck you with all these other ones. That should be coach of the year right there. Ten and two, poten- pot- potentially could go twelve and two. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, number 18, I got Michigan state. That was an impressive win against Penn state. I didn't think you beat Penn state. I, I do think the weather helped you, but that was an awesome game to watch. A lot of fun there at number 19. I have the Utah Utes took care of Colorado. Wasn't, wasn't sexy, but got it done. Um, and we'll see what you guys do against Oregon in the Pac-12 championship at the stupid dome in Vegas. Uh, number 20. I got Appalachian state and I think they're good and they've been hot lately, man. This team is good. I'm, ex- I'm really excited to watch the Sunbelt championship. And uh, yeah, I think they're deserving of the 20th spot in the country at 21. I got the pit Panthers 10 and two. Unbelievable. That pit went 10 and two as well. I never thought Narduzzi would pull that off, but kudos to him. That Mark Whipple hire at OC was pretty awesome. You should have never got rid of him, and they're firing away. At 22, I have UCLA. Another nice performance as they took care of Cal two weeks in a row. They're much better than their record indicates, if you ask me. That's why I have them up there at 22. At 23, I got NC State. Wow, nine and three season for NC State, right? Who they lose to? Mississippi State, Miami, and Wake, right? Close, 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 uh, close. And Doran's knocking on that door. At 24, I got the UTSA Roadrunners. They lost at North Texas in the rain, but they got their ass kicked too. As Seth Latrell, kudos to Seth Latrell in North Texas, getting to a bowl. 11 and 1, though, and a chance to go 13 and 1 for the Roadrunners in Jeff uh, Trailer's second year. It's pretty awesome. Shout out to the Roadrunners. At 25, I got the Clemson Tigers. Put it on South Carolina and their shit ass offense, but uh, Venables and that defense have been nasty. They've been nasty. That's my top 25, Dante Bay's top 25. At number 26, I would have Kentucky. At number 27, I would have uh, Minnesota. At 28, I would probably throw in, uh, let's I'll go Penn State probably at 28. 29, I would go Mississippi State. 30, I would go Army. 31, 
Fresno State, 32, Texas A&M, 33, Purdue, 34, Air Force. How about that? How about that? 35, if I had to name one other one, give me uh, give me Kansas State at 35. 36, I'll even give you Oregon State. All right, we're firing away here. All right, subscribe to the College Football Experience. The Dantabase Top 25 is out. Tell a friend. Um, look, I mean, I know we're probably going to be angry uh, a week from, from now. I'm kind of rooting for every team to lose, right? Every undefeated, like imagine if Georgia loses to, to Bama, Cincinnati loses to Houston, um, o- Oklahoma state wins, Michigan wins. Notre Dame's not playing anybody. Um, but imagine if that happened, or, I mean, you can look at it two ways. So imagine you have all these one loss teams. You have Georgia 11 and one Alabama 11 and one Cincinnati 11 and one or, you know, 11 and one or 12 and one, whatever you want to say 11. And, uh, I think it'd be 12 and one. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Everyone would be 12 and one. Georgia would be 12 and one. Alabama would be 12 and one Cincinnati, 12 and one Houston, 12 and one Oklahoma state, 12 and one Michigan, 12 and one uh, Notre Dame uh, 11 and one. Um, then you would have, then you would have, uh, this is why it would be great because then you would have San Diego state 12 and one Louisiana, 12 and one uh, UTSA 12 and one. You could really, you know, that, that'd be a lot of fun in my opinion, if all those teams did that now, obviously odds are against that. What if we played this game too? What if Georgia goes 12 and oh, and Cincinnati goes 12 and out or, or 13. Yeah. 12, 13 and oh, I'm sorry. Georgia and Cincinnati go 13 and oh. And then if Oklahoma state loses and Michigan loses and Alabama obviously loses to Georgia, then you have so many two lost teams. <laughs> Think about this. You would have two lost Oklahoma state, two lost Michigan, two lost Alabama, two lost Ohio state, two lost Oregon, two lost Baylor, two lost BYU. Two loss Oklahoma, two loss Ole Miss, two loss Iowa. Um, then you have a bunch of mid majors that could be one loss, and then you have uh, the winner of the Wake Pitt game will be two losses. Michigan State two losses. You can really have a lot of chaos here, which is what we need because we need a larger fucking playoff. Yes, geez, give us a large playoff, please. Um, and with some home games. All right. Give us home games. Who cares about these stupid bowl games? We don't want to watch college football at these dumb locations. All right. Did you see how awesome last weekend was when we got all these college football games on college campuses and it was fantastic. Shit was bananas. It was the best weekend of the year. Please give us that you're, you're, you, you, you don't realize what you're sitting on. You do this, you do a large playoff with home games. College football is going to be so much more popular. You're going to make way more money than what you currently make. And it's going to be honest. It's going to be an honest system. Well, I mean, I hope it's going to be an honest system, but it's more honest than it will be right now. All right, folks, subscribe to the college football experience. And also remember to subscribe to the college basketball experience six days a week. I'm bringing you action college basketball podcast every single day on the college basketball experience. And you better believe we talk college basketball year round there. We talk college football year round here. Subscribe, tell a friend, get that SGPN app for free in the app store and Google play store. And when you do give us a nice review, don't be such a square. All right. Give us a nice review and uh, look, find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow. 
college football experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network's on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them all a follow. And check out the Slack channel Sports Gambling Podcast as well. We're always talking college football, college basketball in there. This is the college football experience, database top 25 style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.